Hello, and welcome to episode two of The Land of Enchantment. This episode is brought to you by Blockbuster Video. Every kind of takeout has its own box. Pizza, Chinese food, and don't forget fun. No one has more fun than Blockbuster Video. So if you want a great takeout without the calories, head on down to your local Blockbuster Video to grab your favorite copy of your favorite film, such as 1997 hits, Titanic, Goodwill Hunting, As Good As It Gets, starring Jack Nicholson and a dog for some reason. Blockbuster will never go anywhere, so come on by whenever you feel like it. So, um, obviously, welcome to episode two of of the Land of Enchantment. I'm Chad Chavez, your host. But obviously, I'm not sponsored by Blockbuster, okay? I'm just showing you my lovely podcast voice, my advertisement voice. That way we can get some sponsors, you know? Um, just to let them know, I got the voice that'll put asleep a baby. Not because I'm boring, but because I'm soothing, okay? So... Um, I got a few things to talk about today. It's Friday, January 17th, so let's get into it, right? Um, It snowed yesterday on Thursday in Albuquerque, so it snowed four inches, so you know what that means. The whole town shut the fuck down, you know? It's 2020, so let's, let's figure it out, Albuquerque, okay? That's my whole thing so far. My whole theme of this show has been, let's figure it out. Okay? It's 2020, and now it's a perfect time to do that. We're setting the standard now. Let's have our shit together for when it snows. Look, I know, okay, I know that Albuquerque weather is so fucking insane. Right? But let's have a plan set out, set in stone, to when, for when it snows... Let's figure it out. Four inches of snow is not that much. And I know everybody in Albuquerque for sure drives a 2010 or older truck or a new, brand new Tacoma. Those are the only two cars I see. Like a lifted F-250. It's probably red. It's scratched to shit. Because everyone here is a construction worker. And, I, and, and, and that's me for sure. But still, dude. We got it, dude. It's only four inches of snow, man. Let's get it moving, right? So, okay. That's, that's what I got to say about that, okay? But also, you know, I feel for the people out there because it sucks so bad to wash your car in Albuquerque, you know? That's probably why we don't have a big market because it'll be snowing for like I don't know it'll be snowing for 30 seconds and then it's raining for another four hours and then instantly boom sun sunlight for the rest of the day so all the water everything that was on your car immediately has fucking um uh fucking water spots all over your car (sighs) and I've actually been getting into uh Detail in my car, but dude, I feel you guys. I feel you guys' pain out there. Um, yeah, so in Albuquerque, 
of uh, those of you who are listening in other states, in Albuquerque, you know, the whole town shuts down for the littlest, dumbest shit, okay? Like snow. People come home early from work because they think they're going to get snowed in, but really they never have because it's never rained more than four inches or snowed more than four inches here. And it's also four inches, you know? I'll give you 10. I'll give you 10 inches of snow to where we can get to the point of freaking out. Maybe even six, dude. I'll give you six. Dude, eight. Doesn't matter, bro. But four? Nah. Nah, 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 nah. I think we get a total of like 12 inches of snow in Albuquerque. Specifically the Albuquerque, not the Sandias, not the fucking the ski resorts. We get maybe 12 inches of snow a year. Okay? And it snows five times. So you do the math, huh? Four inches shouldn't be shouldn't be shutting shit down. We should be keep on moving. We should have that shit down. And that's, you know, I'm done talking about that. All right? I'm done. So fucking A, dude. I'm done talking about the snow. But I want to talk about something else. Okay? I'm so happy that we don't have a professional sports team. I'm so happy. Like, I understand the the isotopes. Those are always fun to go to, like, especially opening day. Everybody's there opening day. And uh, I understand that, you know, the isotopes are kind of fun. You know, that not a lot of people go, and it's not very packed, and it doesn't shut the city down, okay? But if we are going, if we had a pro team, dude, let's just say NFL, for example, dude, imagine what the, f- the fucking town would go into a frenzy every Sunday. Because first of all, all NFL games on the West Coast start at 10 a.m. So that means everybody in Albuquerque is at church. They're at church. They're leaving church and going straight to NFL because those two are synonymous with each other. If you go to church, you like the NFL. And that's how, it's, that's how it's, they do it. You know what I mean? The whole town would just fucking freak out in a frenzy every morning. I-25, absolutely packed. Because where are we going to put the stadium? You know? We only have room on the south side of the city. The southeast side of the city. Behind the airports. That's the only place we have room. So every fucking Sunday is going to be a shit show. We wouldn't even make the games. No one would be able to make the NFL games. Because it's such a shit show. So I'm glad. I'm glad we figured that out here. You know? That a pro team, as much as we want one, it's never going to work, you know. So stick to the United Soccer, stick to Isotopes, stick to the Lobos basketball team. And you know what? I need to see more people at the Lobos football games, okay? Because odds are you know half the roster. You went to high school with them, okay? So go there, you know. Support your friends. But yeah. Today is the the uh, the seventeenth, Friday, January seventeenth. So that means it's fight weekend. Tonight I'm going to see my friend Chris Rojas fight another guy named Caleb Ramirez. Now I want everybody to picture what 
Caleb or how Caleb spells his name. Just Caleb, you know. Caleb spells his name. Ready? Wait for it. C A L O B. Okay? Kalob. If you really wanted to go into how you say it, Kalob. Okay? So that's how his name should be pronounced. And I'm going to call him Kalob because, you know what? It's not Caleb's fault. It's not Kalob's fault, dude. But it's his parents. But it's all good, you know? They try to be edgy because some people try to be edgy with their, and creative with their kids' names. But if you're going to name him Caleb, spell it right, you know? But, dude, you're telling me your name's not Kebab or Kalob, dude? I know my fucking, I know my phonics, man, okay? I graduated kindergarten. I know how to say words. And if you spell it like that, it's Kalob. Don't care. Don't care what you have to say. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. So, but still, dude, figure it the fuck out, man. What are you, he's probably like 25, 26 or something like that. Go to the courthouse and change it to Caleb. Say, sorry, Mom, sorry, Dad. It's C-A-L-E-B. And if you don't, and your name is Caleb, and you don't spell it like that, you're doing it wrong, bro. For sure. But, you know, my name's Chad, so fucking whatever. Easy name. But if they, if I tell you what, dude, if my parents... If they're, if I, you know, I popped out and they were like looking at me and they're like, oh my God, you know, he looks so beautiful in our eyes, but to other people he's red and disgusting looking, but they're like, yes, Chad, that's the name we pick. And they give him the birth certificate and they're like, all right, you got to spell, you got to, you got you to write out Chad Chavez and how you want to spell it or whatever. And they're like, hey. Um, all right, let's do this. C H A E I D silent F E. Okay. Chad. That's how we're gonna spell it. I would dude the day I show up to school, I'm right I'm I'm filling out all the paperwork from now on getting me into school orientation, whatever. I'm filling it all out. I'm just spelling it C-H-A-D. Because that's how you fucking spell Chad. You don't spell it any other way. So if your name is Kalob, figure it out, dude. For sure. Um, but yeah, my friend Chris is fighting that guy. So out of principle, want my friend Chris to win. And out of respect for the other fighter, change your goddamn name. Okay. Uh, yeah, he's fighting tonight at Route 66 Casino. I think there's still time to get your tickets. He, it's, and if you don't want to go out to Route 66 Casino, then you know you can sit at home and watch it from your from your couch, from your bed, on uh, a streaming service called UFC Fight Pass. You can get that today. Um, and not only do you get Chris's fight, but you get the um, you get a lot of fights actually. I don't fucking know, dude. I'm not sponsored by them. So go on UFC Fight Pass if you want to watch Chris. And that's it, okay? But uh, if you want to see 
if you want to see Conor McGregor's fight, because that's what I'm fucking, dude, I'm so ready for that fight tomorrow, dude. I'm, a, I'm on a double header, baby. Back to back, Friday, Saturday, watching McGregor, watching my boy Chris, okay? So tomorrow, McGregor is fighting again. And I, anyone who knows me knows that I love Conor McGregor, okay? The dude is just fucking impeccable when it comes to comedic timing. You know what I mean? He's probably one of the funniest fighters I've ever seen. And he's super entertaining to watch, you know? Um, he He's, you know, over the past, I don't even know, I think six years, he's just been a David to all these Goliaths, right? He he goes from, let's talk about Connor, because I don't give a fuck. It's my podcast, all right? Connor goes, his career, he goes, oh, I want to be the best 145-pound fighter in the world. He goes, he faces Jose Aldo, Jose Aldo, actually, and everyone already counts him out, right? They're like, dude, Aldo hasn't lost in 20 fights. There's no way you're going to beat him. He fucking goes on stage, mocks the shit. And and I'll be honest, I I thought McGregor was like this cocky douchebag, and I didn't believe in him. But anyways, he he wins the 145 belt. He goes on a fucking uh, press tour. He's like, I'm going to go up to 155 and win that fucking belt too. Boom. Goes to 155, takes the belt with ease, right? He fights Nate Diaz at 170, loses that fight, comes back, fucking has one of the best fights in the UFC history is Nate Diaz versus Conor McGregor 2. And Conor won that fight via decision. Um, then he goes and boxes Floyd Mayweather. Holy fuck, man. Okay, so Floyd Mayweather, the best boxer of all time. You know, stats don't lie. Even though he's the best defense... Everybody can agree he's the best defensive boxer in history. Okay? Maybe not the most exciting, but he is the best defensive boxer of all time because he does not get hit. And he fucking patters you and whoops your ass the whole fight, and you can't hit him back. You're like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? So... You know, Conor McGregor, a UFC fighter, puts it out into the world that he wants to fight Floyd Mayweather. They're both similar weight, similar height. So let's. What's the deal? So they fucking they get that shit going, and it's one of the biggest pay per view. I think it is. Does it have the record? I think it does have the record. I'm gonna check it right now. I'm gonna go on McGoogle. I don't have a fucking Jamie here like like um, Joe Rogan, so I gotta I gotta look this shit up myself. Um, all right. Highest pay-per-view. Okay. Um. Did it break it? God, I hate Google sometimes, man. Like... Why can't I just type in a question and it says yes or no? Did Conor McGregor Mayweather break the pay-per-view? Just should say no or yes, dude. Fuck you. But also, thank you, Google, for being such a good instrument for learning shit. 
I can find it myself. But seriously, man, don't make me scroll through 10 different websites so I can answer my own goddamn question, huh? All right. Okay, no, it didn't break. It didn't break the pay-per-view. <laughs> Anyways, it got 4.3 million buys, right? And the biggest fight in history was Mayweather versus Pacquiao. Um, and that one had 4.6 million. So, I mean, it was... It was 300,000 off from being the highest, be, or 400,000 off from being the highest. But still, it's the fucking, it's a fucking obvious winner, okay? Everyone knew, except for me, the biggest fanboy ever, that Connor was going to get his ass whooped, okay? And he did get his ass whooped. And it's unfortunate for me because I bet money on it. <laughs> but, but it's really awesome to see someone to talk things into existence, and he's a go-getter, right? You can say all the shit you want in real life, right? You can say, oh, I'm going to be the next, I'm going to be the next Obama. But if you're not out there going to law school and smoking weed in the 70s, dude, you're not going to be him, you know? So you got to do it yourself, right? You got to talk things into the world, and you got to work on it, and you got to grind to get yourself to that point. Okay, you hear it over and over again, but most people don't take it seriously. Like, uh, you know, the person that I learned from, learned that from the most, okay, is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, Arnold Schwarzenegger, another great fucking guy. Okay, this is a total guy podcast because no one gives a fuck about Arnold. If you're, if you, dude. If you identify as a female, for sure you don't give a fuck about Arnold Schwarzenegger. But I'm going to talk about him. So here's the deal. Another great fucking man. He talks shit into existence. He, he was what? He was, um, he was a soccer player. Started lifting weights. Got fucking dope at that. He was like, wow, I really like this. I really like this this lifting weights. Oh, I want to go to America and be famous for this. So he goes to America, and he's the first person ever to be famous for lifting weights. Obviously, because it's boring as shit, but he's such a great guy, right? Then he says, then some fucking, you know, some fucking... Uh, manager, some talent agent, comes up to him and is like, hey, Arnold. Arnold, right? Yeah. He's like, man, what you're doing up there is real impressive. Real, real impressive. How would you like to be in, how would you like to be an actor? You're living in L.A. Because obviously Arnold is living in L.A. because he found out if you have a foreign accent, and you are in really good shape. All the panties drop. All of them. Not one. All of them. Okay? So, um, you know, and that's true for everybody. If you're, dude, if your name is something goofy like Rudolfo, okay? Look, there's at least five people in my, my family tree that's named Rudolfo. But, you got to know it's a goofy-sounding name, okay? But if your name's Rudolfo, 
and you're walking down, you know, Ventura Boulevard or Venice Beach, okay? And, you know, you got a Speedo on, obviously, because it's so foreign. And then, you know, you're kind of, you're buff. Your name's Rodolfo. And you walk up to a girl. Immediately, they're looking at you and they're like, eh, this guy in a Speedo, right? And then you say, Hello, my name is Rudolfo. I come to party. Immediately, panties off, gone, ovaries exploded, right? So that's why he moved here. But now he's talking to an agent, and the agent is like, Hey, Arnold, uh, here's the deal. You are one of the most beautiful specimens I've ever seen. What do you think about acting? Arnold's like, yeah, I've thought about it. Mm, let's do it. Fuck it. And he, he went to, you know, he was, obviously when you're a bodybuilder, doesn't bring in a lot of income since he was the first person to do it. So he was working construction, which is awesome. Uh, and then he fucking, he was making money doing that. And then he was going, to, he was going to school to learn English. He was making money doing construction. And then he was going to school at nighttime to, um, he's going to acting class, right? So then he stars in a movie, becomes the biggest blockbuster hit of the 80s, okay? And early 90s. Then he's like, you know. He meets a Kennedy, and he's like, yes, I like that. <laughs> he's like, <coughs> he's like, yes, I like her. I like her a lot. Oh, fuck, it got worse. The accent got worse. He's like, yes, I like her. And he fucking, he goes up to her, and then he marries her. And then, you know, obviously, because he's foreign, and he has a good body. And, and then she's like, well, my whole family, she's like, well, my whole family is um, my whole family is famous for politics. You should get into politics. We got a lot of pull for you, Arnold. And he's like, "Yeah, fuck it, let's do it." And so he decides to be a fucking a politician. Okay, goes on to be the worst governor in history, but he was the governor. You know, how many times are you the governor? You know what I mean. And it's all good, you know, he fucking, he killed it. He, you know, he killed it in life, okay? You can't say that that dude has any regrets. Except for maybe, you know, impregnating his fucking, his fucking housekeeper. You know, that might be a little regret. Ruined his entire family. But, other than that, dude, the guy was crushing it in life. Absolutely cranked. Um... But yeah, dude, I mean, <laughs> that's that's the kind of inspiration that fuels men. A guy like that, who just sets out and he just does what he wants to do. He's like, yeah, be famous for lifting weights? Yep. Be famous for uh, acting, even though I can't really speak English? Yep. Let's do it. Um, let's fucking, I don't even know, dude. You know, let's be governor, even though... Even though I have no politics experience, I'm just an entertainer. He said, fuck it. My wife's a Kennedy. She'll, I'll fucking learn as I go. 
That's kind of inspiring. You know, he was a guy that just faked it until he made it, and he fucking made it big, you know? It, you know, I think the only, oh, fuck it, you know what? That guy worked hard at everything. He didn't fake it. He just fucking made it, all right? I've decided that now, okay? Land of Enchantment podcast. I decided it now, okay? Um, yeah, I kind of wanted to do a, sm- a short little episode because I have a lot going on today. Um, and I said I was going to do it every Monday and Friday, but it was going to be a short episode because, um, because, look, here's the deal. I wanted to do this podcast every Monday and Friday. I, I started originally every Monday because that way you could just have one for the week and you listen to it. But then I'm going to do every Monday and Friday because Monday, okay, you're going to work and it's like, holy shit, you know, fuck. It's another fucking Monday. And you want you want to get that little, you want to get that breath of fresh air and, and, and talk and have someone in the car with you on the ride to school, or to work, whatever, and that's me, in this podcast, or, on Friday, you know, hey, I want to get through this day on Friday, let's start it off on a good foot, you know, let's get a couple laughs in, or let's get a couple, uh, interesting thoughts from some dumb guy, me, okay, um, so that's what I decided to do, and so I just went off the cuff, and I just did this podcast kind of willy-nilly, because I'm 75 years old, and I still say that, oh, and I hit the fucking mic, and it sounds like dog shit, cool, 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 um, so, rise the resistance, okay, I'm, I'm looking at fucking, I'm looking at Twitter for some trending stuff, and, um, you know, the first thing on here, I see a promotion for Bad Boys for Life, which is, I'm so pumped for that movie, because I love Bad Boys when I was a little kid, Will Smith is the shit. Martin Lawrence is hilarious. Gonna go see that. And I've, I've heard good things about it so far, so... Um, yeah, I was pretty skeptical because they're remaking and rebooting and fucking giving sequels to movies that should not have sequels. But Bad Boys has a sequel already, so just keep it going, you know? And I'm excited to see what, what they have in store for us. So I'm gonna go see that this weekend, for sure. I got a big weekend. Yeah, I'm watching uh I'm watching those two things this weekend. Um so So yeah, you know. And then plus Bad Boys on top of that, dude. Your boys having a great weekend. Um so what else is trending? Uh Rise of the Resistance, Star Wars. Shit. Oh, you know Mac Miller's trending. Mac Miller, man. I remember in 2011, middle school, I think that was my, my eighth grade year, he uh, he came out with Best Day Ever. God, that, that fucking song cranked. Let me tell you. That song fucking cranked. Okay? And then... Uh, Oh no no! It wasn't even best day ever. Fuck! I'm a moron, ma 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 moron. It was a uh... here. Let's look at. It. I fucking forgot already. Jesus! It was the best day album. Oh yeah, it was best day ever. Okay, so that song fucking ripped. It was the shit, man. Donald Trump, dude. Psh. Look at that, huh? Donald Trump, best day ever. Oh, and then senior school skip day. Uh, that was a good one too. 
I I like that one because it was like kind of you know I, we were all in that zone in eighth grade. Like sometimes we'd leave school early and walk down to the fucking Dion's. Um, and if you don't know what Dion's is, it's a fucking amazing pizza restaurant. But we eat there way too much because it's the only restaurant in Albuquerque that people find popular. So we go there t- way too often. So I'm tired of it. Yeah, off-the-cuff podcasts are not good. I gotta remember to fucking... I gotta remember to fucking do this shit a little bit better. But I didn't really plan it out right. So, um, that's my bad. I'll admit when I'm wrong. And I'm wrong to do that today. But, yeah, Mac Miller, it's it's real sad that he died. And, you know, he's di- he died over s- fucking drugs, man. You know? Fentanyl, I think, is what they found in the system. And if you guys don't know what fentanyl is, it's basically like synthetic, is I think it's synthetic cocaine or heroin. And they use it to stretch the coke, right? And I know this because I read sometimes. Um, they And I have a lot of conversations with, um, with people that know a lot about drugs. But anyways, they uh, they stretch this cocaine with fentanyl. That way they can make more money on a profit, right? But what they're doing wrong, those fucking assholes, drug dealers, and, you know, they're fucking killing people with this shit, you know? And this all could be avoided if you just stay away from drugs. But you don't know the pressure and shit that Mac Miller was going through, you know? Especially artists, man. (coughs) I couldn't... Dude, I don't think, you know, like, you know, I don't think Mac Miller is that kind of guy that just stops doing stuff. You know what I mean? He's just go, go, go. Like, especially entertainment artists, they just want him here, they want him now, they got to keep going. So their life is just fast-paced as hell. But the human body cannot, cannot keep up with that. So they have to use some sort of stimulant to keep them going. Right, so you can either overdose on fucking caffeine, or you drink fifteen fucking espressos every day, or you can do one line of coke or two line. I don't know what the fuck this guy's doing. Like, you know, I don't know his life, but they need some stimulants to keep the brain active and keep it going because it's just go 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 go. Um. Um. So I'm I'm real sad that he's not with us right now and and uh you know cuz he was a great artist you know even his newer stuff it was just so calming and and cool and um I think everyone was a little hurt because that that took a part like Mac Miller was a part of like every sixth grader's life so yeah it's kind of sad you know especially dying that young he really did nothing, you know? Like, he, yeah, he, he was in entertainment, but he really never never got to experience what it was like to grow old and to have kids. and Yeah, that's fucked. So, Mac Miller, I'm praying for you. By praying for you, I'm thinking about you. Um, Rise of the Resistance. Okay, let's see what this is about. Oh! It's a bunch of cows, bunch of 
bunch of fucking sheep. Bunch of sheep. Oh, so it's a bunch of sheep lining up to see this park. Oh, oh, okay. So it's a Star Wars park opened up in Disneyland. Okay. And there's millions, there's thousands and thousands of sheep lining up to to see this thing. And it's four in the morning and they're doing this shit. Just just go when you want to go. Don't go the day of. It's still going to be the fucking same for at least five years. Or maybe 20. You know? But they keep this shit, you know? It's fucking it's so dumb. But for real, if I lived in California, if I lived in L.A., I'd be there. No doubt. I love fucking Star Wars, man. You kidding me? Are you kidding me? You love Star Wars, Chad? Yeah. I love Star Wars. And I even love the new trilogy. I love the first one. Hated the second one. But I like the third one. And it and it fucking kind of retconned the second one. So I like it, right? And then, oh man. There's so many people that fucking hate that movie. But I, knew, I for, for sure... I hated the fuck out of The Last Jedi. It was the dumbest fucking movie ever. Talking about it. But. You know, shit happens. Yeah, this fucking movie. This movie is fucking bad. Star Wars, dude, is fucking badass. Don't even fucking. Don't even trip. For real. Star Wars is one of the best movies. Movie franchises there is. And guess what? All the best movie franchises there is, is owned by Disney. None other than Disney. Mickey Mouse. And that's kind of fucking crazy when you think about it. They're like so close to being a monopoly. It's insane. I, I mean, they basically are. Okay? Um, they had like three. There was like three top runners for who's running shit in the film world. There's Warner Brothers, Disney, and Fox. Guess what? Disney just fucking ate up Fox. Just nom, 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 nom. Just fucking sucked them in to their fucking, to their fucking conglomerate. And now they're just a giant media powerhouse. You know? But I thought it was funny as shit when they were like, yeah, no, we're not keeping Fox News. <laughs> we'll take, we'll take Fox, all their, all their film shit, but fuck Fox News. <laughs> um, but yeah, Disney owns ESPN now. Fuck. That's crazy, right? Oh. Disney owns ESPN. That's like... they They own shit that you liked as a kid, and now they own shit that you'll like as an adult. You know? They got it locked down. But I want to send a message to everybody out there. I love film, right? And I'm probably going to start a film review channel on YouTube or some shit. You know? Just get all areas of fucking entertainment. And, uh... Dude, I, I love film, and I like I like writing films. And that was, like, one thing when I was a kid. I, I would play with, like... um I'd play with action figures, like Harry Potter and fucking, when I was like five years old, I'd play with like Harry Potter and 
Power Rangers and all kinds of action figures, and I'd make up the stories. And I'm pretty sure everybody has done this. But, like, I still make up stories in my head. Like, when I'm listening to songs, that's, like, one thing that I do is, like, I'll, I'll create, like, a fucking music video in my head. If it's a good song. You know what I mean? So, I'm going to talk to all the film buffs out there. I'm going to tell you, hey, go out there. Do your shit. Create a franchise because obviously you have fucking original ideas, okay? Create your franchises and then cash in to Disney. But make sure you get your fucking money, huh? Make sure Disney hits you good with that money, with that cash, that sweet, sweet cash. Look, it won't be long. It won't be long till like A24 Studios, um, which is like the like an indie film company that actually came out with a lot of really good indie films this year and they're actually distributing it well and it's they're all doing well at the box office but they're basically letting people um they're basically letting people do what the fuck they want to do with their uh with their fucking with their movies and and, the, and it's turning out well like uncut gems was a part of that and Uncut Gems is is a great fucking movie, man. With Adam Sandler, you kidding me? Adam Sandler in a drama? That's a great movie. Everybody's got to go check that out. So, um, but yeah, the, the fact is, it it won't be long for A twenty four to be sucked in by that Disney, that Disney money. They're gonna offer him probably like, fuck, they'll offer him a billion dollars. The owner is not gonna just turn down a billion dollars. It'll take him what? 10, 15 years for him to get to that point to making a billion dollars total from the box office. So, you know, why not just cash in? They got the fucking money. Why not? You know? Ha ha. Ha ha. You want that billion dollars, bucko? Yeah, I do. Well, he's going to sound like this because obviously he's a hipster. Yeah, I do. I do want that billion dollars for my indie film company that I started from the ground up. But my dad gave me $40 million to start it. But now it's a billion dollar franchise? All right, Disney. Ha ha. Who gives a fuck about your backstory? Ha ha. All I see is dollar signs. So I'll give you some dollar signs. That way I make more dollar signs. Ha ha. Sounds good to me. (laughs) Fucking hipsters, you know? Yeah, um, so that's basically what's trending right now. I mean, it's fucking, what's her name's birthday? Um, Michelle Obama. But really, um, we should all just move on from any politician that ever served, right? Everyone moved on from Jimmy Hoffa. We can move on from Obama. We can, we moved on from Bush. So who gives a fuck, you know? Uh, people that still um, celebrate Bush's birthday, mm, go fuck yourself, you know? Mm, go fuck yourself. People that still celebrate fucking... Michelle Obama's birthday, even though they never met her and she doesn't know about you, she doesn't care, right? Mm, go fuck yourself, you know? 
Um, all right, let's let's end the day with some motivation, man. I mean, even though I kind of got you with a little bit of my, I kind of chipped away at the block of a little bit of a, even though I kind of chipped at the block of you uh, getting some motivation via via Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, via Conor McGregor. Just know that those two guys, they spoke it out into existence, and they grinded, and they worked hard, and they set goals, and they met those goals, okay? They set goals, they set a time frame, and they did it, okay? So that means, he, you know, Conor McGregor was just some fucking bumfuck in Ireland who, who really just liked fighting. But he built a, built a passion for it, and he built a following, just being who he is, and he fucking killed it. He fucking cranked the shit out of the UFC, right? He set his goals, he did everything, talked it into the universe, fucking set his goals, put it down, worked hard, and then he got there. He got to that point, making fucking 10 to $100 million per fight, okay? Arnold Schwarzenegger, he was some bum fuck in Transylvania, or some shit, um, Austria, right? Some bum fucking Austria playing soccer. He's like, "All right, I'm gonna set this goal. I'm gonna get my body to look like this. I'm gonna lift weights like crazy. I'm gonna go to Cal- I'm gonna win the Mr. Olympia contest. I'm gonna go to California. I'm gonna be an actor. I'm gonna be a fucking governor." Boom. He set the fucking goals, gave him a timeline, and he f- fucking just did it. Both those guys can barely speak English properly. What's your excuse, huh? What's your excuse? Get out there and go after it, dude. I said it at the end of the last podcast. So let's just do it. Everybody get out there and go after it, okay? Set your goals. Give yourself a time frame to complete those goals and work your ass off, okay? Do your research. Just do what, Just do it, man, for real. Get out there and do it. Um, so thank you for listening to episode two of the Land of Enchantment. Um, I hope I didn't kind of go off the rails too much today. Uh, I did want to talk about um, some more stuff, but we'll save that for Monday. Monday is actually going to be a special. It's actually going to be a, a special podcast because I'll be having Chris Rojas on there. We're going to be doing a post-fight interview. Um, the fight is today, Friday, January seventeenth, at the Route sixty six Casino. If you want to see it live, tickets are almost sold out, so you better get on it, or you can see it. At your house through UFC's Fight Pass, um, yeah, and support support a local, two local fighters. Okay, um, no matter who you want to win, either it's Caleb or fucking Chris Rojas, doesn't matter. Um, but get out there and support your hometown, um, your hometown fighters. You know what I mean? Hometown entertainers. Uh, thank you for listening to episode two once again. Um, take care and be safe.